Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. Spring onion and peppers, says Michael. Spartan spring onion and peppers. Michael Doyle was reared. He'd give out to me for that. Uh, okay, we have uh, in studio Killian Murphy, our sports correspondent. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Not happening in sport. It's a busy week in sport. It's a busy week in sport. that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, every, every week, maybe, uh, from us sports people that like to build it up a little bit. Uh, it is. It's busy. Well, when we're talking about stuff now at the moment, Morocco are playing Croatia at the moment in the World Cup. Uh, it's currently nil-nil and looks like it's going to finish that way. Croatia, of course, were finalists in 2018. They lost to France uh, 4-2 in the final there. So a bit surprising now their team is a bit a bit more aging of a team uh, so and and you know these the likes of Morocco Tunisia teams like that Saudi Arabia we saw beat Argentina yesterday which was a massive shock arguably what people are saying the biggest shock since 1990 um, yeah because similar did happen in 1990 wasn't it yeah I think Cameroon beat yes. Argentina and in they went on to they went on to get to the final yes um, Argentina did and it's similar enough there's been a few cases um, I think Italy lost the first game in, in one of their World Cups got to the final Spain lost their first game to Switzerland the year they won it so you know it's not it's, it doesn't mean yeah. the worst thing but they still Argentina now have Mexico and Poland which eh, on paper you'd say they're tough games but watching Mexico and Poland last night you're kind of going maybe not there's not they didn't the two teams didn't offer too much uh, in ways of uh, in the way of uh, the beautiful game the nice football but uh, well, yeah talk, so it should be interesting talk about the beautiful game mm. and where it is yeah are people are, are, do you suspect some people have said I'm not watching this anymore this is nonsense yeah absolutely um, yeah, football is such a it's such a massive sport so you're going to find a big number of people who aren't going to watch it because of everything that's gone on in, in Qatar and, and is continuing to go on in Qatar Um I'm, I, I must say I'm not one of them I, I love to sit down and watch the football but I actually do quite like the pieces the likes of the BBC ITV are doing in between these games or at half time where they're pointing out you know they're talking about the, the emissions that, that the Qatar World Cup is going to emit you know they did a piece on that where Qatar are saying it's going to be a, a, a carbon neutral uh, tournament BBC, or they've done their research, and according to them, it's it's uh, according to a scientist that they interviewed, it's going to be the biggest emitter of emissions outside of war ever. Really? Um, apparently, this is what this is what the BBC are reporting. And I so, understand that a lot of these stadiums that have been built are going to be demolished afterwards. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, seeing as Qatar is tiny. Um, I think it's about the size of Wexford, um, with with a, a bigger population, <laughs> evidently. But it's. You know, be pointless to keep them up there. It's been a case even in in Brazil. They built stadiums in the Amazon and stuff like this for their World Cup that they hosted, and they're literally parking lots for for large buses now, and that's all they get used for. These, there's pictures from these stadiums of just moss and. So my question is, mm. financially, is it worth going to all and that investment? Do they, will they get their money back? Um, I I don't know. I. Do, I don't think so, but I don't think the likes of Qatar worry about that. You know, they, 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 the money is not an issue to these types of countries. Um, so, what, so, what was the purpose of all of this? Am I showing my ignorance here? No, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess Qatar maybe wanted to be. You're, you're looking at it from two points of view. You're looking at it from the FIFA point of view and the Qatar point of view. Now, 
it's been widely reported that that it was corrupt that Qatar shouldn't have gotten it they they paid uh, some of the members of the FIFA board that made the decision I think it was a million dollars or something like that to change their their votes I think Michel Platini um, himself came out and said that he was going to go for America to get this World Cup now America has the next World Cup but he came out for America and then had his mind changed money wise from Qatar's point of view you're kind of going it's the buzzword at the moment is sports washing and it's just to make people think okay these countries so, are so the sports wash uh, yeah. agenda yeah get people like. in get people loving the yeah. sports sway, sway people from yeah. a particular way of thinking and and like it, it works it arguably works to a certain degree you see the likes of Dubai you see the likes of Abu Dhabi they've taken on big tournaments in the golf nowadays in rugby sevens in Formula One you know, so Sorry, like people put it down to sports washing. It's uh, from a Qatar point of view as to why they wanted to do it. Yes, they wanted to show the world, oh look, it we're great, and I think it's backfired a little bit on them. Um, again, that's probably my point of view. You know, some people argue no, it's been it's been fine, but like it, it, to be fair, there's been controversy from the tournament every day now for the last week uh, before it's kicked off, and whilst it's still ongoing. And, you know, it's this thing, like, one of the biggest, most evident things about it is uh, attendances at games. They, they keep saying, like, say, a 40,000-seater stadium, they keep saying the attendance is 45,000. And there's, there's evidently, you can see it on the telly, there's empty seats. And you're going, what? So they just constantly... But, again, now it's a case of, this is what happens nowadays. It happens in politics, it happens in everything. You replace one bad story with the next bad story so people forget the first bad story. Do you know anybody who's over there? Uh, I do... Um, that actually went over to the games. No, but I did live out in in Dubai myself and saw what it was like out there. You and did? so I, I, what airline did you work for? Emirates. Yeah, I was with okay. Emirates out there. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I've kind of been privy to to how it is. Um, of course, when you're out there, everything's hidden from you. You know um, the stories that go on. Um, but yeah, it, it, a few of my friends that are still living out there. Mind you, you could, you could come to Ireland, you could be whisked through Dublin or various other places mm. by coach or whatever, and you wouldn't see what's going on Absolutely. in the background. I mean, Absolutely. We, we get a lot of that here as well. But That's the thing. That's why I'm a little bit like the, the, the point that was made about the World Cup is a little bit like, okay, but who could host the World Cup then who doesn't have issues in their mm. countries? And you're going. Yeah, so that's a point. It's a point. It's absolutely a point. But Qatar's on the extreme end. Exactly. That that's exactly it. So it's been a bit chaotic, and you know you've seen that there's been videos coming out online of people being rejected from being allowed into places, and Belgium have to take the word love off the back of their jersey, uh, like not even back back of the jersey, but in the collar of their jersey. Um, and yeah, uh, just it's just. Do you know? Um, yeah. it, 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 we're not going to. We'll, we'll move on very quickly. Mm. It's indicative of what's happening in the world and it, the system. Is breaking down. Yeah, but like when you look at FIFA, it's arguably oh, is it arguably a dictatorship? Like he, Infantino runs unopposed. So did Sepp Blatter. And that, that's famous. And it's there's a reason that why famous speech. Well, the, 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 the speech that came out. Also gibberish. Yeah, exactly. And and it just shows how out of tune they are with with everything going on. Okay. Manchester United. Mm. My my club. Ronaldo. <laughs> Not my player. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, they mutually agreed last night that he was going to leave Old Trafford. Um, I don't know how mutual it is, seeing yeah, as I mean, he, he the, paved the way last surprise, week. Surprise, surprise, we didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's, um, look, at, I think 
I think it's good for both parties um, from a footballing point of view for Manchester United I think it's a good thing I look at uh, <laughs> Vincent Company, a former player on, on BBC last night he was he's the manager at Burnley and Gary Lineker asked him if he was going to Burnley he says no no we need players who can run and that's where it's getting to like and I just don't know if Ronaldo's accepting that he's getting to that latter stage of his career egotism oh look at yeah and again it's this it's this same thing of being surrounded by money and people that maybe don't advise you in the best way and you just lose sight of reality you know Um, so yeah it's it's a baffling but I think good for Man United on the pitch busy week in sport busy week yeah we'll keep you all up to date with it Killian Murphy Jim Keeley we'll be back with you tomorrow South East Radio's Morning Mix Chat, news and your views.